ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Gymnasium Podcast with me, XFL Jim, your host, your main XFL man, joined as always by my illustrious, lovely co-host, Chase Lupin Fiasco Sessoms. How are you doing, my man? And my coat is shiny, too, because I'd be getting all them essential oils I'd be needing. Yeah, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I just took a nice little, like, post-3 o'clock game pre-early or pre-like primetime game nap. So, uh, you know, I'm ready to party. That is what we are about here. We're about partying. We're about college football. We're about NFL. We're about all the crazy shit going on in the motherfucking world of sports, specifically football. Man, what a fucking crazy weekend it was. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a whole lot going on through college football. That is that is for certain. Um, some just amazing things happened in college football yesterday in terms of, um, you know, people reaching down into their heart and letting that hate out. Let's just fucking start there. Um, we'll just start with that game because it seemed that game went on for what felt like I think it was almost five hours. Yeah, the in the, the game time we are of, that, of course talking about is the Tennessee Ole Miss. Ole Miss ends up winning thirty-one to twenty-six. In the course of that game, the Washington UCLA game kicked off an hour after it and completed like a, a, like a couple minutes before to thirty it. minutes. It was like fifteen to twenty minutes before it was nuts. That game yeah, man, kind was, of had everything. It had a crazy like crazy dumb first quarter it had the sort of offense we wanted for parts of the game mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh it had lane kiffin being like a, a huge scum lord people will say that he was getting his players to quote unquote fake those injuries and then it had just tennessee fans showing their true colors and throwing garbage on the field that was it hitting him with a golf ball hitting yep, him, him with, with a golf, golf ball. ball great fucking and then he Whoever- threw a water bottle back in the stands and threw his hat in the stands yeah, yeah, and those the people didn't clamor to try to catch his hat at all. They were like, no. "Give that hat back!" No, I'm joking. They were all like, "Give me that hat!" There were people like leaning out of the stands. I mean, uh, if, you, way, if Lane Kiffin throws you your hat, you're taking that hat. Who brings a fluorescent yellow golf ball to a football game? Who brings a full can of mustard? A full bottle of mustard. I mean, someone who who someone the who balls, feels that's who. Yeah. Someone who feels like their corn dog dipping options at the stadium are not up to snuff. I was talking with somebody, and actually, the ingenious thing is this is a metal free way of sneaking in booze. That is genius. Yeah. Then I remember that like plastic like is all over the place and not just in mustard containers. You could also just get those little like shooter things, and they also make 750 things that uh that you know. Are plastic shout out chris mason on youtube what's up my man what is and, up? Uh, so chris was in here comment before we jump into college football full for full heartedly my man chris was in uh he's got a he's got a take right here here the usfl championship game it should be called the bourbon bowl and i'm all for it why not Mud dogs like, win the crazy. bourbon bowl exactly Mud dogs win the bourbon bowl it? yeah it, go you know why that's with it it's because they didn't oh, – I can't remember the line from the movie anymore. What does Dan Fouts say? <laughs> oh, damn it. I don't remember. Uh, God. It's been – mm, Okay. Okay. So right. a little bit of USFL like take or whatever. It's starting next year, so be hyped for that. 
We're going to be diving headfirst in the USFL once the NFL season ends in February. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. I the, old, the only news I have right now is that it's they're doing like a a, a hub city situation. Okay, they're just doing all the games, all the teams in one city. I. I don't so hate it for like starting out. I mean, it's basically what the Spring League did, and it's these are the same people that ran the Spring League. I don't. I think the only reason I'm opposed to it is anytime I think of Hub City, I think of like sitting like in in DFW or like the Atlanta airport for for multiple hours, like just because <laughs> that's that's my most extensive experience with hubs. You get like you get your your crazy flashbacks back to just sitting in an airport all day. Yeah. 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 I do that really well. I'm awesome at that. My main takeaway. So back to college football, my main takeaway from Ole Miss, Tennessee, Lane Kiffin never, and Ole Miss specifically, they never really play a boring game. It doesn't doesn't seem seem like it. No, no, there's, there's always something that's happening. I mean, with Ole Miss, I mean, they're constantly going to be scoring points. They're, they're never not scoring points. And that's always exciting. With Tennessee, I mean, there's a reason why people just like, you know, like to s- slow down to look at car wrecks or, you know, why why people enjoy seeing just like things burning on the side of the highway. It's it's because there's a little bit of just like a, you know, people like to see bad things happen to other people. That's that's why it's always fun to watch Tennessee. I could I could see your take on Tennessee. I as a Nebraska fan, I always feel bad for Tennessee because I feel like we have this sort of camaraderie that We've, we were both good. We have this history, and now we've just been so bad for so long. There's kind of like I know that feel. That's fair. But also Tennessee fans are also super annoying. Yeah, they they just – I feel like Nebraska fans have come to terms a little bit with who they are now, whereas Tennessee is still living that delusion that they still got Peyton Manning. You know, there's still a Peyton Manning away from going going all the way or something. Who he didn't even go all the way. He didn't even win a national championship. He did not. They waited till after he left. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. If you're a Tennessee fan and you think you're really relevant, I've got a lot of news for you. Let's take the time machine back. I mean, we'll get to the we'll definitely we might as well just fucking jump to my misery right now. Chris Mason right here. Cornhuskers O line sucks. Yes, Chris. The Nebraska Cornhuskers offensive line is terrible. Let's just jump to that game right now. Oh, geez, Louise. Uh, where are you at, Minnesota? I'm trying Minnesota to 30, with- Nebraska 23. Brutal game from start to finish. I am of the opinion that uh, you should get a bingo board if you're a Nebraska fan because Nebraska will always find a new way to lose a game in a heartbreaking fashion. Did Did – did kicking have anything to do with this one? Actually, no. Our, I mean, we so a little bit he did. So he makes a 50-yarder. <laughs> uh-huh. Amazing. Misses mm-hmm. a PAT. Mm-hmm. And then misses another short field goal. There's but there's no excuse for missing a PAT in college football. I am giving him a little bit of slack and just this tiniest bit because he is dealing with like a hip injury, which mm. as a kicker, I can't imagine that makes it easier. It just boggles my mind that he keeps making – because he made a 50-yarder against Oklahoma too. He keeps making these super long field goals, but from like 30 yards inwards, it's almost a coin flip. That's like uh, that's like being a world-renowned physicist who like shits in his own pants every day. You know what I mean? Like he can do the, do the really hard stuff, but just like the simple – like he's just, you know – 
Like I can't make breakfast, but I could do brain surgery like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sort of I'm sort of like a proud of you, and I'm also sort of embarrassed by you right now. I'm not really gonna chalk this up to the kicker as much as I am gonna chalk up this up to the offensive and defensive lines because Nebraska the entire game was getting pushed around by Minnesota, especially the defensive line was just getting manhandled by by Minnesota's boys up front. It was disgusting. We made Tanner Morgan look like a fucking Heisman candidate. It just it seems like the it seems like the most successful teams in college football are all the people that have built their teams from the O lines and D lines out. It's like mm-hmm. what they focus on first. That's what those first classes are. Got it's got to happen at Nebraska now, I guess. It just I mean it's just it's brutal. Adrian not looking the best. It sucks, but I'm not going to take anything away from him because when when he has to make all of the plays happen, it's really rough. And this was a rough game. This is one that we needed to win, if I'm being honest. As a Nebraska fan, this is one that, as a program, you need to win this game. Whether convincingly or not, you need to win it because guess what? In order to make even a bowl game now, you have to win three of Wisconsin, Ohio State, Purdue, and Iowa. Oh, they'll win all four of those. I'll cream in my pants if they do. And I am still staying of the opinion that if Scott Frost doesn't make a bowl game this year, I'm not saying he's out. I am saying he is on the hottest seat in the country. Oh, I think he'll be gone. He'll he'll I mean, be gone. He very well could be. He very if they don't make a bowl game, he very well could be gone. I could see it. I I would be okay with him staying one more year on the hot even, seat, but he's he's probably gone. I even think six and six in a bowl game, and he could be gone. Ah, if they so if they win a bowl game and like if they show improvement and are beating Iowa, my my the worst thing from this game to me, and the worst thing was the post was the like the post game conference and everything, motherfuckers. I, it was coaches and players were just like uh, they just weren't motivated. We weren't like motivated. And my question to that is how? How, how are, are you not it? motivated when the entire season's on the line still? Like you're playing Minnesota. Guess what? Scott Frost is one and four against Minnesota. Right. Guess what? This is a divisional opponent. You win this game, you're on a track to still win the division. You're playing for a bowl game. What the fuck are you not motivated for? Listen, if motivation is an issue, then I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to you know coaching. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the suggestion that I made uh, yesterday for for who to hire, and that's Newt <laughs> Rockney. I think you got to get Newt Rockney. Have you ever heard him talking? I mean, uh, they used to they recorded his his pregame speeches on like records and sold them places. The worry, I'm gonna duck down under here and plug in my my laptop before I forget. Go this for it. goes go dead. For it. So keep talking. Worry, I'll still be here. My worry for Nebraska is. Looking at for like a coaching candidate in this environment when you're going to have USC and LSU with their pick of the litter, I hate it. I hate having to play, be like maybe the fourth or like the third or fourth best option for a coach. It's rough. Two words for you on who to hire, Ed or Geron. Oh, just bounce him to Nebraska. <laughs> you know what would be hilarious if USC hired him? It's called it's called doing a dirty Pelini. Oof, oof. Oof. I mean, if he can get us back to nine wins, fuck it. Yeah. So I have this image in my head of the last day of, of Coach O's tenure at LSU. So it's like he does he does a press conference. He's like, man, he you knows tears falling down down his face. He talks about how amazing it was, how this is what all he ever dreamed of in his life. And then they turn the corner. He, you know, hurries away, he turns the corner, and all the media is trying to chase him, trying to get words from him on his way to his car. And they turn the corner, and there's just Cocho's like clothes with nothing in it and a bullfrog 
hops out and just hops down the way because he is the he is the frog who became a man who became a college football coach. <laughs> Did you like that? Did I take you somewhere with that? If, he, if he bounces away like, as a big bullfrog with a piece of yeah. shrimp in his mouth, that would be the best. Ribbit. He's just, go Tigers. He's just, go Ribbit. Let's just go from that from Nebraska, the misery that is Nebraska, to the misery that is Florida and LSU. LSU wins forty nine to forty two. Man, is 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 um is Dan Mullen's seat warming up at all? No, no, No? it's not. I don't think so. Like, what's what's the biggest game that Florida has won with him as a coach? Right. Pass. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Good point. Yeah. It's it's amazing. He I might, don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I don't think he's not in any trouble this year. He's got to fire. Uh, who the fuck is uh, B? Uh, who's their defensive coordinator? Todd Grantham. He's yeah. got to fire his, their defensive coordinator. And why wasn't? Why hasn't this quarterback been starting the whole time? No idea. No idea. This kind of stashed him away. It just I don't know. Like what happens if he's playing against Alabama or was he injured against Alabama? He was, he was like kind of, that was the 50, 50 thing is like, they didn't know. Cause he was still, he was coming off of an injury. So mm-hmm. they weren't a hundred percent sure. To be fair. Um, and we talked about this on uh, campus profits, which was um, sometimes LSU just wins because Baton Rouge. That's fair. I feel Weird like that shit was happens because- in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was saying, this was a bat, just a cuz Baton Rouge game before they played. And that money line, that money line was oh so juicy this week. That was juicy. Mm-hmm. That was a juicy money line. I mean, mm-hmm. Florida is still technically alive for the East, maybe? No, because they have the, the loss to Kentucky. They would need Kentucky to lose again, and I don't see that happening. Yeah, they already lost three games. Yep, their season's basically fucked. Whatever. Yep. Just chop yep. it up. Just wait for next year, Florida. Yeah, I I don't know. They they'll I think they'll get it going. I I have a lot of faith. I I think Dan Mullins is a, a pretty damn good coach, and so I I think he's going to make something out of Florida. It just seems like he hasn't like landed that like one just like home run home run class, and then like or just like home run you know player that that will kind of take him where he needs to go, like he did with like uh, Rain Dakota. Um, Prescott. Prescott. Yeah. He might just need like a dude at quarterback to kind of like mm-hmm. put all mm-hmm. the gears in motion and everything. Going from LSU Florida to a, someone who might be a candidate for the LSU job, uh, Louisiana 41, App State 13 on Thursday night. Louisiana still like, they're still a really good G5 team in the Sun Belt. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people jumped off that train whenever they lost to Texas. It's like, geez, give give them a break. They're still they're still like the cream of the crop of the of the of the Sun Belt and have been for at least like four or five, maybe longer years now. Like, I, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Billy Napier could like he. You never know. He could get the job. I mean. He's got he's got some sort of name recognition in Louisiana now. Uh, the big thing with Louisiana is going to be keeping all the talent home. Um, you know, if, I, I can name probably 10, 10 players who left Louisiana to play football in other states and and did extremely well. That you just want you blows your mind that LSU didn't get them. So, yeah, man. Um, maybe someone with that sort of like name recognition and and you know, brand as a winner in the state of Louisiana, that could be a smart hire. I mean, it's very much 
like a Jim Trestle to like, you know, Youngstown it would state be. to Ohio State kind yeah. of move. It would be. I, I I wouldn't hate it, but I have no idea what schools like LSU or USC are going to go with. They have all the resources in the fucking world to hire whoever they want, basically. It's, yeah. it's, it's stupid money. Moving on to the West Coast a little bit. Friday night, you had two uh, oh, kind of wait, wait. matchups. I read something that said, uh, I guess the LSU boosters have their eyes set on the head coach of Michigan State. Ooh, Midnight Mel Tucker. Midnight Mel Tucker. That's a uh, that's a that's a dirty Saban move that they that they've pulled before. Ooh, that I, I is mean, a dirty got... Saban move. I mean, if it worked before, it could work again. Mel Tucker's got Michigan State in a good fucking spot right now. Let's just go to Michigan State. Michigan State twenty, Indiana fifteen. Midnight Mel has Michigan State undefeated. And with one of the best running backs in the country. And this yeah. this game in particular, this was like a classic like throwback Michigan State game where they always like – what was it? Every third game, Michigan State has to play a shit ugly game. It's like in the rule book somewhere. That sounds about right. I I, I think they're going to kick the shit out of Michigan, and I'm so looking forward to it. I, oh, I don't know, man. I think that's going to be a very competitive game. I'm looking uh, forward to it. Well – any, I think any time that Michigan State loses, or sorry, that Michigan loses to Michigan State, the Michigan like fan base like considers it like a shit kicking. That's fair. That is fair. I think it's yeah. gonna be a very close game. Uh, I am very, very worried that Ohio State's now just gonna walk away with the Big Ten. Yeah, I'm it looks getting, so that's, promising. that's becoming a very big worry. That because they statistically now, I mean, it's Rutgers and it's Maryland, but statistically, they actually have the number one offense in the country. Yeah, it's I feel like this might be the reason that people are getting cancer at an alarming rate. I don't want to put that all in Ohio State, but I feel like it could be a strong. Is this going to be Ohio a State fucking, football? Could be the reason. Oh my god, is this going to be? I'm. Not, this is the only playoff talk I'm going to do this whole fucking episode. Is this the? Is this another year where like everyone forgets about Ohio State and they come in at the end and just fucking like not like shit kick everybody? Ohio State fans are so fucking annoying. That how does how does anyone ever just forget about Ohio State? They just because don't let we you want do to. It. Because we want to. <sighs> but they they never – if they're undefeated, they're like in the fucking talk all the time. And now people are just whispering back up, hey, Ohio State's looking really, really fucking good. What I just yeah. want, what I want so bad is for one of these Michigan schools – or I wish Penn State wouldn't have lost Sean Clifford because I think they could have been competitive too. Yeah, I wish just one of these teams would just beat them and then put them to rest. Yeah, and now I feel like you definitely can't count on Iowa to do it. No, I, I, would, I wouldn't have. Shit. I wouldn't have counted on Iowa to do it anyway with that offense. But yeah. hey, Nebraska! <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Jeez, have they played I'm gonna be Purdue in Lincoln yet? for that game. I'm actually going to be in Lincoln for that game. You're going to the game? I'm not going to the game. I'm going to Lincoln just to like. I got a bunch of friends going. We're going to tailgate, hit up the bars, and all that stuff. Because one of my favorite things to do is when you're like, just go to a college town and enjoy the bar and food scene and the the tailgate mm-hmm. experience, and not even go mm-hmm. to the game sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be there for that. But yeah, Michigan State—they're—they're they're still staying undefeated. They're keeping it close. I think I'm kind of with you. I—I I don't know who I favor more, Michigan State or Michigan, but that's gonna be a good game. The Big Ten East is a good, like the top three there right now are gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, I'm standing by my take that this is the year that Harbaugh beats Ohio State. <sighs> God, I'm standing by it. I'll just cheer for the bomb. I'll cheer for the bomb to land on the stadium. No, That's the only you way cheer I win for that. me. You cheer for me. What we want, the, the ultimate scenario mm-hmm. is uh, Michigan loses to Penn State. 
Right. And Penn State beats Michigan State but loses to Ohio State and Michigan – or Michigan loses to Michigan State, one of the two. Either way, I want a scenario where Harbaugh and Michigan beat Ohio State but still don't make the Big Ten championship game. Okay, yes, never mind. You reminded me of that. I love that little bit of Sean and Freud that you got going right there. Because and, then uh, as a Michigan fan, what the fuck do you do? You cry. You cry but so you, hard. But you cry tears of joy and anger and it's like a mix because yeah. you finally beat Ohio State. But again, you are not in the championship game. You're not in the playoffs. You're just in another nice bowl, probably playing Florida again. That happy and sad tears imagery that you just gave me, that just reminds me of all my beautiful expressions of self-love. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing. Dude, I know exactly what you mean. A heartbreaking work of beautiful genius. That's what it is. Speaking of heartbreaking, heartbreaking to me is that I had the Cal Bears over – and it's not looking great. They they fall to Oregon 24 to 17. They kind of come back in this game a little bit. They make it close. Yeah. The Cal defense is still legit. And Oregon, since beating Ohio State, I know uh, they have some injuries and whatnot, but they are not looking like the team that beat OSU week like two or three. They are looking bad. No. Yeah. And they they even I mean, they even pretty much have everyone back from from those injuries. Um and, it took a lot for them to put away a Cal team at home, I believe, even. Like that's you, you shouldn't you shouldn't have that that problem at home. Of course, you also have to factor in that it was a weird weeknight game. Just weird things happen in weeknight games. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I guess it's just like you're off your routine. There, there's there's all sorts of just like like this is not the same. You know, you know, it's like being it's like know, being off work on like a Tuesday. It doesn't feel like Saturday. It's still Tuesday. Dude, it was like me when I came back from the, the Chiefs game. Like I took that Monday off. So I started mm-hmm. work Tuesday. So Tuesday feels like a Monday and every yeah. day, like Friday felt like a Thursday. I was like, I was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It'll do it. It'll it was, do it. It was fucking me up. The other top 25 game happening that night, San Diego State Aztecs versus the San Jose State Spartans. This is the closest I feel like the Spartans are going to get to a win. Um, I feel, I guess, I guess 2020 was a fluke. Uh, you were right. You were right, Chase. I am giving you props. You were right. Yeah. Historical. Uh, uh, turns everything he touches to shit. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. It's <laughs> it's called the reverse Midas. Um, no, no gold, just poo, just poo. You just all you're left with is just poo with fingerprints in it. With when you when you have Nick Starkle playing, it's it's true. Uh, I'm actually sad because I was rooting for the I was rooting for San Jose State, but maybe after he leaves, they'll actually get a bump. So maybe yeah, that's year, what maybe maybe next year San Jose State, maybe next year San Diego listen, State is listen. quietly undefeated. It happened in Arkansas. Once Nick Starkle goes away, you instantly yep. start getting better. It's 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 funny how that fucking works. Yeah, if I were if I were the CEO of a company, I would just kind of like hire. I, I would you know if we were having like a bad quarter or something, I would hire Nick Starkle and then fire him, and then I'd see my Q4 profits just go through the roof. I would probably say that San Diego State is the second quietest undefeated team in the country. If it weren't for one other team that I shout out all the time, but no one else seems to be shouting out, uh, Meep Meep, by the way. Meep Meep. Oh, my God. They're just meeping all over the place. Uh, just- speaking of which, UTSA 45, Rise Zero. So. Yeah. that No, I was watching it. It was it was an epic meeping. Like, they, they hit Rice with the anvil. They painted a tunnel on the side of the cliff. There was, there was the bombs because a roadrunner somehow gets explosives, like, easily. 
at some point, which I think that needs to be investigated. That should be investigated if we're talking about things. I mean, I hope we're listening, the government. But, yeah, they're just meeping all over people, just meeping on faces, you know? Rank UTSA. That's all I got to say. Rank Rank them, you cowards. Rank Rank them to fucking day. We, oh, just don't get meeped on. Just don't get meeped on. Hey, what's up, Jenna? Also, shout out, Jenna. Good evening. And then uh, before we jump into our next college football team, Chris actually has a question for us. Oh, he's asking Jenna who her favorite CFL team is. Everyone knows our favorite CFL team, the Rough Riders. Yeah, because what do they do? What do they do? They stop. They stop. Drop. They shut them down. They open up shop. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Oh. As the Rough Riders Riders roll. roll. You goddamn right. Texas A&M 35, Missouri 14. Um, This was a prime letdown spot for A&M, but Missouri is just that much worse. They're so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 whenever they, whenever Missouri let North Texas back into the game to cover last week, I was like, oh man, this Missouri team is way worse than than I even thought. So they yeah, are bad. Especially Texas A&M, okay, go ahead. Texas A&M is flying a little bit higher right now. I, I think that the kid that they got playing quarterback has figured out a little bit. Figured I think it he's out turning a little it on. Bit. He's definitely turning it back, turning it on for this part of the season. And I think they also kind of forgot about the running game for a little bit, and they brought back. They brought they, they started running that uh that one kid that they got at running back uh, pretty hard and he he's he's talented so he's yeah, a the, fucking good running back and uh as someone who projected Missouri very highly at the start of this year I just have to say I was wrong that's I'll take that out I'll take I'll gladly be wrong about Missouri being good I'll be glad about that all fucking year as someone who projected them to be very bad I'm not gonna take the W because it was all out of spite zero analysis went into it. I respect that. I respect that coming from you. Oklahoma State 32, Texas 24. Texas does it again. They go into half leading. They come out of the game losing. It's a beautiful thing to see. Ah, Oklahoma State, you're the good one. Oh, man. Yeah. God, that thank was, you, Oklahoma State. Man, like, I will say that this win wasn't quite as sweet because Mike Gundy doesn't have the mullet anymore. Yeah, like that, yeah, it would be way better if he had the mullet. That it, that just kind of says like he pulled up in this party in his Camaro and he's here to drink beer and kick ass and he's almost out of beer, you know? Uh, Texas, Texas, Texas. They're four and three right now. And I think their over under was eight and a half, if I remember right. <laughs> yeah, under. <laughs> I'm feeling They're pretty good about the under. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the under. It's, so uh, here's – Here's the rest of Texas' schedule. They got Baylor next week. They got Baylor coming up. Not an easy I don't game. know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Not an they easy got game. Iowa, they got Iowa State after that. And guess what? Iowa State is secretly actually getting to be good again. They are coming. Not they an are easy coming game. For the Big, they, dude, they're still alive for the Big 12. Sound, sound the sirens. Sound the sirens. It's a cyclone warning. Do you hear that? Hey. And also, November 13th, Texas. How funny would it be if on November 13th, Texas in Sarkeesian's first year loses to Kansas? That would (laughs) be the best. It'd be the best. It makes me feel warm inside. Uh, You just made me like, you just made me like, uh, just giggle like, uh, it's like 
Oh man, who was it? Like uh, from uh, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Like oh, that, you yeah. just brought something out of me. Like you put gave Ron Swanson a puzzle there. I didn't know I could giggle like that. You're goddamn right. That's enough Texas talk, and Texas sucks. Go Oklahoma State. Winning with defense. Hey, winning with defense, and they're just doing the Oklahoma State thing. Just like next, it's it's late August. You don't think about Oklahoma State. You blink. It's mid October, and they're a top ten team. Yeah, and then I, sadly they get blown out in Bedlam usually, but I think it could be very competitive this year. I think it's gonna be that's gonna be a good game. Man, it's gonna end up it's gonna end up where Oklahoma State is my only my only hope to beat Oklahoma before the playoff, isn't it? Uh, it very well might be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that. I, mean, I will I think, hang. I'll hang my hat on that. I will hang my actually. Hat on I think that. Oklahoma they play. They still have to play Baylor. Still pretty sure. Yeah, they have to play Baylor. So they have, I mean, they had to play Baylor, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. Back to back to back. Okay. Okay. Two of those are on the road. So they got Baylor and Oklahoma State on the road, Iowa State at home. That's not the problem, an easy stretch to end the season. Well, here's the problem, Jim, is that I, I think that Oklahoma is vulnerable in every single game that they play, and they keep making me look like a real asshole. That's fair. I mean, with the new quarterback, their offense seems to be doing way better. Their defense, even like their defense, weirdly, with the new quarterback is doing better too. Let's just go to that game: Oklahoma fifty-two, TCU thirty-one. TCU doesn't have a defense. Uh, it's just that's how they're playing this year. Is it time for Gary Patterson to think about retiring? Maybe. I mean, it's possible. Like when they came to the Big Twelve, they were like on top of the world, living it up, defense, and then they had those Trayvon Boykin days where they were just like the high flying offense of the conference, just killing it. And then almost, since then, it's just kind of middling. Yeah, it's it's almost like going moving to the bigger conference is just like one of the worst decisions like TCU's ever made. Like, could they have just stayed in the Mountain West and just stomped ass every year and just been okay? It feels like like once they didn't get like a shot at the national championship, like the Mountain West wasn't good enough for them anymore. And then once they moved to a conference where they could really have a chance, that they just weren't good enough for the shot. The, I mean, they I'd, I still argue 2014 they were good enough. I will argue that. You want to hear a real? You want to hear a real scum? A real dirt bag? Like, uh, yes, just uh, insulting yes. take. Just to t- this is this is yes. like the feels like this is the meanest thing that I can say about someone. Like, was Gary Patterson ever really that good, or was it all just Andy Dalton? Oh, 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 oh! oh. I, I hated to say it. Hate to say that about anyone, but uh, Trayvon yeah. Boykin was a fucking good college quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. I would say, I don't know, it might be the game might have just passed him by a little bit these last couple of years with like NIL and all this weird like transfer rule stuff. He's just, he's set in his ways. I, I, I feel like he stayed at TCU so long because they were a private institution and no one had to release how much they were paying him. Also, like that, that, that awesome. wasn't like pub, public information to anybody. Yeah. He also keeps his earnings in a coffee can that he buries in the backyard. It's a big oh. coffee can because he makes a shit ton of money. It's like a Costco coffee can. Also, how are you going to keep betting against Oklahoma? Easy, with my heart and with both hands. I mean, I guess like up until last week, they were they hadn't covered a single spread, I think, except for that FCS game. So 
If you're betting against the spread up until the nope. Red River, you were actually nope. doing pretty good. Always on the money line. <laughs> Always on the money line. It'll be that much sweeter I'm when you hit it. All or nothing. Yeah. It'll be that I, much sweeter when you hit it. Yes. So at some point, at some point in, you know, October of 2022, I'll be having a great day. Speaking of teams that haven't won uh, against the spread at all this season, Clemson 17, Syracuse 14. Clemson, I believe, is 0-6 against the spread. Mm-hmm. When when are they going to start uh, adjusting these lines to actually adjust for Clemson being a mediocre team? Man, I just don't know. I mean, the they have to be getting their asses kicked on these Clemson games every week, right? Because I feel like I mean, if you're somewhat there, sharp, you're, there are you're probably still a decent Clemson amount of people that are betting on Clemson, though. Just on they name brands, name, yeah, name brands like Clemson's just going to stomp the ACC. Yeah. And it's starting now. <laughs> okay, okay. Last week didn't count. Last week didn't count. We're going to start stopping the ACC starting now. 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 It's got to be now. No. It's got to be no, Syracuse. They didn't cover again? No. Damn it. No, they almost lost to Syracuse. Uh, go Orange. Dino. I, game keep it. Dino. They're, keep, I love Dino. Keep Dino. Keep. I like Dino because, for one, the name Dino Babers makes him sound like the premier lounge singer in the New York, you know, tri-state area. Uh, and also, like, hey, they're just a fun, I don't know. Hey, he's a, fun, a fun coach. They're a fun team. The Carrier Dome is a fun place. It yeah, looks man. like an arena football league place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I think that he always seems to just kind of outplay the level of talent that he has on the field. Um, I was actually kind of surprised that they didn't come out of this game victorious against Clemson like I thought that that was a real a really good spot for uh for for Dino to get a get a dub against Clemson I I thought so too and shout out uh Syracuse running back because Clemson like the one thing they do well as a team even as bad as they're looking they they had like a top 20 run defense and Syracuse was still able to run all over this shit yeah yeah man They'll get him. They'll get him. I hope they keep D- Dino around, or maybe like Dino just kind of like backs into like a like an even cusher job because he's a I think he's a hell of a coach. No, I want to I want to keep him at Syracuse. That's where well, I want him. Well, I have Dino's best interest at heart, Jim. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan played a football game. I think no, they had the week off. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Directional Mish schools did not, though. Let's just bree- breeze through these directional Mishes real quick. Eastern Michigan falls to Ball State 38-31. to Central Michigan upsets Toledo 26-23. And Western Michigan blows the fuck out Kent State 64-31. to Can we just get like an all-Mish win week? Like, I feel like it's been – we've only had like one of them this year. There's only been seems- one. There has been one at least. Man. Western Michigan, their win total this year was set at like six. Mm-hmm. They're gonna breeze past that. I, I believe that was my uh, that was my 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 pick for uh, to win that conference to win the MAC. Um, what was Western Michigan? And now I can't remember if I said that or if I said Central Michigan. You said Western. I said Central. Okay. Um, because I remember getting gruff for. I remember getting gruff for backing Jim Mack with little connection issues. I fucking love the internet out here sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or you never know. Cause it always could be an, an attack of Arkansas internet on, on my end too. Oh, I'm I, getting, so I'm getting the bars. Oh no, they're gone now. It, it, 
I, I live in the middle of fucking nowhere. I was on Central. You were on Western. They both win. If we can have an old Michigan MAC championship, we got to get BTV or someone to fly us out there to cover it. Oh, God. Oh, God, please. And we, we would need to get a half and half jersey. Like, of yes. both. We would need to get a half and no, a half, do, and half right. winter jacket. Wait, 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 wait. We, we rep all three of them. We got one one sleeve, one sleeve midsection of all three directional meshes. They better listen. If I, if they don't fly us to a Mac, all directional mesh Mac championship, I fucking quit. (laughs) (laughs) If it is central versus Western, I don't even know if that's possible. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Let me see how the Mac is split up, but yeah, I mean, Western Michigan's looking like, honestly, they're looking like the best team. They fucking beat Pitt. Gotta love Maction. I love Maction for lending themselves to the name Maction. And then Jesus. Oh, you can't have an all directional Mish fucking conference championship game because they all play on the same side of the conference. So let me have a directional Mish all-star team represent one half of the conference. We don't need those other players. We got everything we need in directional Mish. So right now, you know who's actually leading the Western Division? Spookily enough, we might even not even get a directional mesh champion. You know who's leading right now in the Western Division? Is it Ball State? No, Ball State is uh, tied for second with Ball State Central and Western Michigan all tied for second. It is Northern Illinois. What? Northern Illinois is five and two overall. They don't matter. So in three and zero in conference. No. Yeah. No. They're actually the number one team in the MAC right now is Northern. No, Illinois. we don't. No. Yeah. We like directional mesh. We don't, we do don't like directional, directional Illinois. We don't do directional Illinois. No. 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 This needs to be corrected. Central, Western, Eastern, someone get on this. No. The conference, I mean, they're, they're only three games into the conference play. So there's, there's plenty can happen. It's the fucking MAC. Once Maction starts happening at the end of uh, October, start of November, anything can fucking happen. <sighs> no! But this needs to be corrected. This needs to be fixed. Fix this. Who's the governor of Illinois? I don't know, and I don't fucking care, but someone uh, needs to fix it. As well as uh, something got fixed. Congratulations, UConn, for winning your first game since 2019. Hey. UConn 21, Yale 15. Yale was in a position to win this game. I was I kept looking for this game and trying to find the trying to find like the odds. Uh, and I also really wanted to bet that, that game went to overtime. But uh, yeah, I, I was really wanting to bet Yale to cover and then couldn't find couldn't find it anywhere. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, hey, congratulations, UConn. I, I'm still on the under because their under was two. Sun sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean. Who fucking knows? Congratulations, UConn. You deserve it. You need the win. Um, I'm but sorry Jim, to do this. Jim, hold on. Northern okay. Illinois. It's yeah, it's no. I know. Gross. I uh, I hate it. I think they had a bye week this week, so they didn't even get a lose. But hey, the Mac is still crazy. It's crazy alive. Who fucking knows what can happen in the Mac? Anything can happen when Maction comes to town. I'm sorry to do this to you, Chase. Auburn 38, Arkansas 23. What happened? We had to beat the refs too. I know. Again, 
again, you had to beat the refs. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing how the SEC refereeing favoritism like goes goes against us every time we play Auburn. We got so fucked. We got so fucked again. Like for one, the fumble. How is that not a fumble? Like, yeah, that was real bad. Yeah, and I don't know. It's like I I don't know. I really I have no explanation. I have no explanation for how we lost that game. We should have won it. And uh, I feel I feel real raw about that one, really raw about that one, because I do feel it, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like Georgia where Georgia just came out and thumped us. But, yeah, they thumped us. They beat us. Uh, it wasn't like Ole Miss where like you like that was back and forth all the way. And like you guys were in a position to win it and it felt fair. Like it felt like. No. You would take a shot. They would take a shot. It was just people, teams throwing no. haymakers, and whoever got the last. Yeah, punch. man, it, it was like the it was like the fight at the end of every Rocky movie. Just like mm-hmm. you're, it was just a slugfest. And uh, but this one, like I feel like this we one was outplayed gross. them. Yeah, I feel like we outplayed them. Like I, 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 for some reason, all the like we just got fucked, man. Like and and it's that that I I've had that like crazy raw feeling of like we've just been fucked by SEC referees before. Like it, it specifically with Auburn feels, too. Specifically with Auburn, we, there have been Florida games also where we just handily beat Florida, and they they've you know they've gotten us with something. And like those are the ones that make you that that make you real angry because you can tell when the SEC like has an agenda and that we are on the wrong side of that agenda. It's pretty rough. It, it's that's that's all that you really need to say. You guys are kind of. It sucks that you're designated one of the have-nots of the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Okay. I'm going to stare right in the camera for this one. I hope this makes some sort of like clip show, but, uh, Mike Slive, commissioner of the SEC, fucking fight me. You coward. That's a challenge. That is a direct challenge resonated by the gymnasium. Yeah. And, uh, fucking, our colors don't run. Me. Our colors don't run here. No, man. Nothing but red, white, and blue pumps through these veins, baby. That is fucking right. Up next, a game that makes me happy and a game that I hope makes you happy. It's Purdue 24, Iowa 7. Uh, Yeah, seeing Iowa lose in a way like they gave up four picks, I think. Yeah, yeah. That per don't get the job done. And I have something to show you before we dive more into this game. And uh, look at that. Look at that. For those people lo- listening, just listening, this is the most terrifying picture I have ever – I can ever imagine. I'll be having it on my Twitter. I'll be posting it to Facebook. But this is four different <laughs> Purdue Peets. Two of them look like their eyes are missing. They because no one's yeah, inside. Yeah. They are. T- these are terrifying. Yeah, I just like to. I like to think of the person that they to the Iowa like, lost to this. <laughs> I like to think of like it being like, oh, I don't know, probably like 1950 or something. And the, you know, the athletic director is like, hey, uh, hey, art student, like uh, we really need a we really need a mascot. So I, I'd like you to make a, like a, a boilermaker, Purdue Pete for us. Like uh, what I'm thinking right. is like he'll have a, a big, strong chin, you know, and he's going to he's going to have some, you know, like good haircut. It's going to be cut and, you know, and maybe like a hat. And then uh, I, I, w- I want him to have no eyes and to look devoid of a soul. Uh <laughs> I want him to scare the children. I, I want tears and wet pants. And I want uh, him to be the things of nightmares. Actually, there's yeah. definitely people in those suits because you can see the arms and the legs. That's actually yeah. even more terrifying. Listen, listen. I want him to be relatable. You know, I, you know, he's he, I mean, he's definitely got to be white. Uh, and but I also want him to have um, 
no eyes and I want to so, haunt your dreams. I have that image labeled death. Like this is the this is what you see before you die. <laughs> right. I always thought the overalls and no t-shirt on under it was the the you know the uh international uh, uh uniform of last person you ever see, but I think it might be the Port- Purdue Did you see uh Purdue's social media account what they they tweeted after this yes. game? We beat yes. the number 2 out of Iowa. Amazing. Yes. That's yeah. That's God, what I want to see from a college social media team. I, I love I love when colleges like when colleges who are like have upsets and they know how to Twitter. So good. So it's good. Very freaky, by the way, Chris. Definitely. I loved it. Um, yeah, this is kind of what we've been saying. Iowa's defense, it's great. Their defense is usually really, really great. Um offense is but if, if their their offense is bad, it's not good. And if their defense can't generate turnovers, which is not a super easy thing to do, their offense can't really bail them out. And yeah. let's just say they're not the lightning quick strike offense that's built for comebacks by any means. Also, I'm pretty sure Purdue is like made to a beat Iowa and B beat number two teams. That's what they that's what they Purdue. So the Not last time and the last time an unranked team beat a number two team in the country, it was when Purdue and Jeff Brom beat Ohio State. Yeah. I'm having fun with this because I realized just now that Purdue has got or Perdont has gotten old to you, but I'm still gonna keep doing no, it. No, I love I'm just gonna keep I'm not gonna even acknowledge it. I still like Perdont. I don't hate it like other people yeah. do. I like I like elaborating on to it going, per, per stop doing that. Let's actually take a look at the the rankings. I haven't looked at the AP top poll. You want to see? You want you want you want to take a guess? Who? Uh, I mean, Who's you can probably already guess what. Guess the guess the top ten. Number right, one. So number number one is going to be Georgia. Correct. Number two. Oklahoma. Wrong. It's Cincinnati. Oh, hey, yeah, it's good. AP good for them. number three. Uh, number three is going to be Oklahoma. Correct. Number four. Alabama. Correct. Number five. We talked about them kind of sneaking under the radar, and I'm disgusted with them. Oh, and they're probably Oklahoma, gonna, Oklahoma oh, State. It, no, Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State, yeah, sorry. Number six. Oklahoma State. No. Michigan. Okay. Number seven. Oklahoma State. No, Penn State. Oklahoma State's actually kind of underrated here. Cowards. That's kind of disrespectful. All of them. Number nine. Oklahoma State. I mean, eight was Oklahoma State. They can't be two. They're not good enough to be two teams. They are not good enough to be two different ranked teams. The Oklahoma State second team is not on here, unfortunately. It is All Michigan right. State. Okay. I'll stop guessing Oklahoma State. Number 10. Oklahoma State. Yes. I mean, it's another <laughs> O school. It's Oregon. <laughs> okay. Number 11. Say it. Say it. Say Oklahoma it. Oklahoma State. <laughs> it's Iowa. Okay. Number 12, Ole Miss. Number 13, Notre Dame. Who do you think 14 is? They're a bird. Just, uh, just, they're not, they're not the bird. They're not meat, meat bird, but they are a bird. They're another fun school with a bird mascot and a colored field. Oh, um, oh yeah, Bowling Green. It's the coastal, uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. It's the coastal <laughs> Carolina Chanticleers. And then number 15, our buddy Beho's team, Kentucky, they fall to 15. That's a respectable drop. That's not that's so. not out of order by any means that that drop. Followed by Wake Forest at 6-0 at 16 and then Texas A&M is at 17 right now. That just gives you just like a if you if you're the ACC and you wonder what everyone thinks of you, 
let 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 a 16th ranked undefeated Wake Forest be be your guide. They <laughs> are to, in fact how the we all feel about you in our hearts. ACC team at number 16 undefeated. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Texas A&M is 17. Mm-hmm. North mm-hmm. Carolina State, NC State is 18. I like that team. They're scrappy. I like, I like NC State too. They're a scrappy team. Number 19, disgusting. It's Auburn. Number 20, Baylor. Number 21, SMU. Number 22, San Diego State. Number 23, Pitt. Number 24, it's meat, meat, motherfuckers. They're here. It's the UTSA Roadrunners. Criminally underrated. They are actually way higher in my ranking. But yeah, I, actually, I actually respect undefeated teams. Number 25, it's the Purdue Boilermakers. Coaching okay. for his job. Coaching for his job, and he's going to get it. Scott Frost is also coaching for his job, by the way, and it's not looking fantastic. Oh, fucking boy. Let's just go right into it. Georgia 30, Kentucky 13. Uh, this this hey, is kind of what Georgia does. And Kentucky put up a hell of a fight, I think. I um, actually I actually have a segment about that later because I want to uh, – I'll talk about it later, but I'm going to – I want to take Mike Stoops to uh, to task. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, I know why. Um, yeah. yeah. That, that, I mean, they got out there and tried. They tried real hard. They scored points, which has Mark. been very, very, very hard to do. Um, yeah, they, they put up the best offensive bout against Georgia of any team. So congrats on that, Kentucky. I, I could still very easily see Kentucky going like 11 and one. Georgia's going to fuck up one game. They're going to lose a game this year. They will lose a game. I hope it's not, I hope for Georgia <sighs> fans, it's not in the national championship. I kind of like, hope it is. I hope it yeah, is. That that would be very Georgia. Very. I mean, very so I, of them. You, I, I could, my prediction at the beginning of the season can still be right technically of an Oklahoma Georgia national championship where Oklahoma wins. I would hate that now. Uh, with the more recent news coming out, I kind of almost want it to be like Cincinnati. If it's a repeat of Cincinnati, Georgia, and Cincinnati wins this time in a national championship, that would be poetic. Man. Man, I I hate the city of Cincinnati so much that I would hate to see that happen, but that would be some pretty hot shit right there, Jim. That would be fucking amazing. <sighs> Let's see. What other games are there that we haven't gotten to? I mean, Army Army almost beat Wisconsin for one. Army almost beat. So here, pop up pop up Chris Mason's comment comment here real quick. Which one? The uh read the question that he just had. Boom. This one right here? Only an ultimate frisbee, baby. That's where the Ivy League shines. Also, I mean, I've been on I've been on Ivy League games before. Like, um, I've been on like FCS games all the time. I don't usually uh, display those because they're you kind of have to find them last minute. Yeah, they don't because post everyone, them like days. Everyone in advance. deserves to have their shame to themselves personally. You know. Well, also, like they don't post the lines super far in advance, like they do college football, like the FBS games. Like they yeah. have FBS games posted now. Like, listen, Jim. Like you can make jokes about like. You know, like jerking off, but you don't have to tell us about like when you jerk off with the belts around your neck. Like some right, some right, things right. you keep to yourselves. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna bet. Like I'm gonna bet Montana State. I'm gonna do it in private, like a gentleman. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I there are some FC, FCS schools that I absolutely love. Um, so he's he's asking right now do, uh, about like fan control football. I, if Chris, if you're asking if you could bet on fan control football, you could not last year, and that was one of my main criticisms against the league is that you could not bet it. Um, for a league that's trying to be like jokey and gimmicky and fun, let us put some wagers on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I guess there's a little bit of like a of a like a conflict of interest there with the whole fan control, fan betting on. Like that feels like well, the, the fan, easy way to the make fans money. make the plays, but it's all just a voting system. And that's true. That's true. Like it's not like you're just like like you make the. I don't know, man. Find a way. Like even if you just do like, uh, like how Yahoo Sports do like let you pick like mm-hmm. certain stats or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you let us bet like that, that'd be kind of fun. You know, here's my here's my gripe. Here's my gripe with the fan controlled football league. If I it's got, the fan controlled, don't get don't get me started. By the way, this is the this is just the one, and I feel like it's a big one. If you're gonna call yourself the fan controlled football league and you don't let me electrocute people who are on the field playing the game, what am I really controlling? It's fair. It's fair. It's, it's how you control behavior by afar. Bolts of electricity. You put a little something in mm-hmm. all their pads. They do something dickish, and I just press that button. I just keep pressing that button. If they don't stop like coming at the XFL every little bit with uh, their little nips and whatnot, I'm going to fucking fuck this league up. I swear to God. Hey, hey, you know what? You know what it's time? I, I did it to Mike Slive early. I feel it's time that you look directly into the camera and you issue issue a challenge to the fan control football league. Hey, fan control football league, you keep coming at the yeah, XFL. Right, I'm gonna come right, for your fucking right face. I'm gonna come for your fucking face. There we go. God damn it. That's right. We need to see the passion. We need to see the rage. Uh, we need to see a little bit of bloodshot, <sighs> crazy, and that's how you do it, my man. That is how you. That's how you issue issue a fatwa. Last game I wanted to cover. The only game that mattered. UTEP 19, Louisiana Tech three. UTEP is now bowl eligible. Talk Go to your miners. kids about that. Talk Look to your that. kids about a bowl eligible six win UTEP. Talk, talk to your talk to your kids about about building football teams in El Paso, Texas. Dana fucking Dimmel, boys. That's right. Need we need we point out that this is this is technically the team from the Disney movie Glory Road, except playing football. That's amazing. It's I mean it, it's they true. they are it's, Texas it's Western. You know? Yeah, they really are. It's uh, it's fucking awesome. Go UTEP. I'm happy for him. Go UTSA. I'm happy for him. Basically, any Texas team that's not UT or Texas A and M, I'm pretty much happy for you. I, I love UTEP because they gave Mike Price uh, a a job after the whole uh, plate paid for the strip club with his uh, Alabama University of Alabama credit card uh, scandal. Like it didn't even get to coach a game. Like it's like, hey, UTEP will still take you. Damn right, they fucking will. God bless him for it. Let's go on to NFL, go through these games real fucking quick. We are actually where the Sunday night game is going on at the moment. And I kind of want to check out on that. Are you watching it right now? No, uh, I can probably try to turn it on behind me, but uh, I just need to see some quick stats. Uh, I just need to know who got the first touchdown. Oh, I got fucked. The Steelers are up 14, nothing. And I had Will Disley. So, I at least hit. I at least hit Henry Rubs the third. Yeah, yeah, he had a good game. I he left him out game. of one lineup today uh, in favor of Josh Gordon. I'm a fucking clown, a clown of a fantasy that, football. Hey, owner. that was I did that last week. It's it's hard not to fall for Josh Gordon. I'll 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 give you a pass on that one. You know, it was funny because I made fun of you for playing him last week, and I was like, now I'm going to play him this week, and I'm going to look super smart versus Jim. And then I just um, I just repeated right. our mistakes running through these real quick uh the buccaneers 28 eagles 22 uh jaylen the garage, is good the garage does not learn from history no it we mis- don't it, it repeats no. its mistakes if, if the garage is anything it is it is pound its head into a wall yeah yeah and then wrap the belt around its neck you know exactly. and then re- you Hell start yeah. to lose consciousness but you're, you're still very much you're in on it. the edge you're in that yeah. little like twilight yeah. zone like, yeah 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 
Yeah. Bucks 28, Eagles 22. Yeah. I'm going to just say Jalen Hurts is good. Like he's Jalen Jalen Hurts is I think Jalen Hurts is good. I think this Eagle team Eagles team is a little bit better than I actually gave them credit for going into the season. I'm really impressed with Jalen Hurts. I think they've got a decent enough defense. They're going to win a good couple of games. They're not going to win the NFC East. They're not going to win the NFC East. Dallas is going to walk away with it. But they're going to have they're they're going to have a respectable showing. Which you know you hate to say good for Philly fans because they're just such dicks about everything. But I mean, I like Jalen Hurts. I like I like the guy. Yeah, I, I like Jalen Hurts. And uh, a- after the season that they had last year and the the debacle that is Doug Peterson, like okay, you, you deserve yep. to have a little bit of it up here. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville twenty three, Miami twenty. Today in London, uh, burn this program and franchise to the ground and rebuild from the ashes. I and I, honestly, Tua wasn't the problem. Tua yeah. actually, aside from that one pick, had a good game. Fucking you know gross. What? Terrible you know coaching. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, you know what makes me happy though. It, what makes me happy is that Urban Meyer got his. What I hope I think might end up being his only NFL victory ever, and it didn't occur on U.S. soil. So you that can say nice. he. You can say he's never won an NFL game in America. He's never won an American NFL game. He's the greatest coach in the history of NFL Europe. Yeah, that's right. Hundred percent win record over on London. Man, I don't know about this Dolphins team. The O-line sucks, and the coaching decisions were just bad. It was mm-hmm. a mystery. I don't understand. At they did the point- same thing fucking Nebraska did. I'm going to talk about this later because I'm going to add Brian Flores to this list. Um, what They do the thing that pisses me off almost more than anything. You have a fourth and short, like a one or less, mm-hmm. and what do you do? You put your quarterback in the shotgun and run it up the middle? You fucking mongoloids. What the fuck are you doing? I, I, dude, I, I hate that play. I, I hate it so much when you're, you just need a yard and you go into shotgun. You don't go under center. Hate if it. you're going to go, if, so if you're going to go to shotgun, then run an option play or run an outside play or run a don't screen go up the middle. or yeah. run a pass. Don't pound it up the middle if you're running from shotgun. You're just making it harder for yourself. You're just making it harder for yourself. At what point, at what point does London, England, Say, listen, motherfuckers, you send me another Dolphins Jaguars. You send me any other game like this and and we're done. We're done as a city hosting football games. It's, Give I mean, us some it's real teams, of, you sons of bitches. It's a rough spot for London because the Jags are almost the definitive home team there. So any team, yeah. any game they get kind of has to be a Jags game. Should I issue, should I issue a, a challenge to Roger Goodell in a, in a bad British accent? Uh, go for it. Oi, mate. You keep sending me all these fuck all teams with your Jaguars and your fucking, oh, your bollocks trash, you fucking bellend. Fight me. I like it. I like it. Jenna does have a good point. The Jaguar car, is it from England? I don't fucking know. Maybe. It is. Oi. Jag- Jaguar. Jaguar and uh, let's Do just like luxury. I want to forget this game. I want to forget the Dolphins. I might not watch another Dolphins game for the rest of the year. Ravens thirty-four, Chargers six. I don't think anyone saw this one coming. Uh, Boy, I didn't. I'll tell you what. I I was thinking about this earlier. You know what? Uh, you know what is the kiss of death for an NFL team, Jim? For me it? to say, I think you're the best team in the NFL. <sighs> Two weeks in a row, I've done that to somebody. We'll see. We'll see about. We'll see if I have that power um, tomorrow because I I, ca- I crowned the Buffalo Bills uh, the best team in the NFL. So we'll see. 
I'm actually yep. on I'm on the Titans on Monday though. I'm I'm Ooh. on the Titans to win outright. That feels like a conflict of interest. It it is. It is a little <laughs> bit, but Jesus Christ, the Ravens look so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, they like, do. They're hitting they're, that stride of the season. They're hitting that part of the season where everyone is just like told you about Lamar. Like he's mm-hmm. I mean, Lamar's great. I'm not gonna be one of those guys that's like he's a fucking run. Lamar is amazing. He's a fucking incredible talent. But yeah, this is the is. part of the season where everyone could be like, Well, fucking Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. And then he usually just kind of something fizzles. about I don't know if it's I don't know if it's him or the team at large, but they seem to fizzle when it comes to the end of the season and the postseason. Yeah. It's like He's like his fourth of July and you've been putting off all these like badass fireworks. And then like you get down to the end of the bag and like someone's like, man, I'm really ready for another bang. And you're like, well, all I got left are these snakes. Yeah. So and then you just go. I mean, congratulations, Ravens, Chargers. I mean, just pack this one up. Just put it in the rear view. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what to say. Yeah. I wish Donald Parham would have gotten the fucking touchdown that they scored if it was the first touchdown, which it wasn't disgusting. Yeah. I put a lot of money on that. And, listen, and by a I mean, lot, I mean like 30 bucks because books will only let you put so much on first touchdown props. Yeah. So I, I really I'm I'm really surprised at how they just kind of systematically dismantled the Chargers. I, I, I think the Chargers will rebound. I still think they got a good chance to complete, you know, to win the AFC West um, mm-hmm. and not have to not have to play a wild card game. And, uh, you know, I, I think the Ravens just managed to weather the storm of having like a you know, all of their good running backs step on a landmine within a, a span of like a week and losing them all for the season. And now they've, they've filled in with pretty, pretty savvy, you know, savvy veterans, some, some plucky guys like a, like a Latavius Murray. I think they even got Le'Veon Bell now on that. Uh, he scored a touchdown today, I believe uh, on, yep, the, on they that do, roster. They do have him. Le'Veon Bell still got tricks. Also, uh, guess what? Mark Andrews, the guy we were talking about on Fantasy Four Play that Leo said was going to fucking shit the bed. Uh, yep. Five receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. So I don't yep. know what the fuck he was smoking. He he did that for the fighting ZJ Watts of our, of our Fantasy Football League, too. Like, I don't know. Good, congratulations, Ravens. Uh, Vikings 34, Panthers 28. Should have I should have fucking it's a non primetime game and it's Kirk Cousins. I don't he of course he's going to look like a fucking world beater. Yep. Yep. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's let's get him penciled in for a seven o'clock p.m. game so we can we can see the real Kirk Cousins. Yep. Uh, Packers twenty four, Bears fourteen. My it's favorite part about game. this game, yeah, it's 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 Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you see the clips of him saying that he owns the Bears? Because that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm here. For it. I, he I'm just doesn't give any it. fucks anymore, and it's fucking great. I'm kind of I've I've actually done a 180 on Aaron Rodgers. I'm I'm actually very much here for him not giving a fuck this season. You oh whoa whoa actually I'm gonna marry this back into some uh, some news that that kind of broke this week that was really related to those those John Gruden emails. You know as people are going through these emails and everything, they have a uh, they had some uh, some something that came out from Schefter that like without any context looks really bad. It looks really bad for Adam Schefter that yep he basically uh, in an email uh, he said addressed Bruce Allen as Mr. Editor and said, tell me if you see any, any issues with that. So the Mr. Editor thing, yeah, that, that could have been a joke. Like it could have been Bruce Allen was just like, you know, making, you know, talking shit. And like, he was just verifying some quotes, but we don't know if he sent him the entire story. If he did, it's a really bad look. And then it made me think of that whole, just the whole summer of Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, him saying that there was a lot of stuff that was being put out there that wasn't coming from him or, or his people, which meant 
that it had to be coming from the Packers. From the Packers. And Schefter broke a lot of that news. Like had a lot of those like, you know, yeah. sources are saying, well, does that mean that he was he's just a ma- he was just a mouthpiece for the for the Packers and just he very them? well could have been. He he could have been. If they, that's the point. Yeah, I mean that's that I I'm glad I thought of that because I thought about that earlier this yeah. week and wanted, wanted to talk about it because that was tailoring a lot of people's opinions on Rodgers in the offseason. That's what it that's what it did for me because I was like what a bitch. What a bitch. And it's like they they just kind of it was like are they is Schefter just essentially a tool of the NFL or sorry of NFL front offices of character assassination? He I fucking mean, could be. And if he, he is, could he could be, be fucking gone. If you have like I guess that's the pay that's the price you pay for like being the breaking news guy. Yeah, I feel like that's that that might have been our this might be our best take that we've ever had. Like like genuine, like I feel like I feel like all the King's men, like the guys that took down yeah. uh took down Nixon right now. Yeah. I mean, if that's yeah, true, are, fuck you, Shafter. We are a hard hitting podcast. We are capital J no, we're not. We're I'm not even no. <laughs> journalism. No, we're we're journalists. We're journalists. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Bengals thirty four. We don't wash our hands. We're just we're rolling past this one. Bengals thirty four. <laughs> Lions eleven. Jared Goff sucks, and yeah. I'm upset. This game deserved a tie, and the Bengals look good. I don't know, man. God, know. probably Dan Campbell. He he's all out of tears after last week. Now he has anger. Know. Did you see? He's like Jared Goff needs to play better. He actually said that. Got, good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad they have someone who who cares because after last week, you know, it happening again. You know, he might have mentally checked out, but this dude is he's he's the greatest professional wrestler to ever coach a football team. Yes, I mean, I'm rooting for this Lions team. I and I'm I, rooting for the fucking Bengals to win the AFC North. I want to see it. That'd be hilarious. That would be ultimate chaos. Colts 31, Texans three. Man, I was on the I was on the Texans here as a as a, a upset spot, but uh, I was on the Texans on the spread plus eleven is where I got them. And man, Carson Wentz, uh, yeah, not this is I guess he's coming into form a little bit. Maybe Carson Wentz plays best when he's broken. I think so. I think so. Like you just you, have to when, you have to find that like that lever where it's like mostly broken not all the way broken yeah. and then he just dies but if you can yeah. get that balance just right yeah give me problem, uh give me the colts the problem earlier in the year was he sprained too many ankles like if mm-hmm. he would have just sprained the one he would have been just the right amount of broken to um yeah man yeah we just need a personal tragedy one sprained ankle and uh 75 humidity I feel like that's Something a recipe. Like that. I, I think yeah. that's a good recipe. Yeah. Rams 38, Giants 11. I feel like everyone saw this coming a mile away. The Giants are just so banged up right now. I'm not going to like pound on Daniel Jones and the Lions and the Giants too much, but that's not – I mean the Rams are great. The Giants are banged up, and they're not a good team. So, I, I you know, I've been playing those uh, those Santa Anita pick em prop games. Uh, Gino and I did that. Shout out show. Gino. Yeah, me and, me and my boy Gino B, uh, our our boy Gino B, did the uh, did the shot, did the show on that. And uh, since today's one, since it was NFL, it was it was, it was you know uh, NFL heavy. And uh, since they're out in California, it was definitely um, you know Rams heavy on the questions on the props. And this was a cool question, really cool question. It was which, which is going to be higher? Is it going to be the number of points that the Rams score or the highest win payout at? At uh at Santa Anita today, so 
I, I said the Rams. I was like, okay, so I was like, they might put up like fifty, and it's hard hard to hit a fifty dollar horse, but I'll have to check and see how it came out. But I thought that was really cool. I, That's where you just I, say, cool story, bro. I know, I do like that. I like that one a lot. Um, yeah, the Rams are just they're they're, they're a fucking good team. They're really good. Yeah, they got they got blasted by the uh, the Cardinals, and they lost the but they're a good team. They're a really good team. Yeah, it tur- I mean, it just turns out the Cardinals might be might be really fucking good. You know what? Let's let's try to experiment here. I'm gonna say the Card- Arizona Cardinals is the best team in the NFL. Ooh, ooh, we shall see next week. Michael Bourne, what's up? What's up, Michael? Michael Bourne, two life. weeks in a row. Look at this guy. We Fuck yeah, talking NFL. Blessed. Hey, thank, thanks Shit. everyone by the way for tuning in and watching us live. We love having you guys comment. Fucking love the live guys here. It's it makes the show that much better. <sighs> this one hurts. Chiefs 31, Washington football team 13. Bad Heineke, bad, bad Heineke. And they just uh, keep – all right, so they just keep following – all right. Why are we not betting everything that we own on first half money lines against the Chiefs every week? I've – you know what? I'm going to start doing that next week, and if it falls, it's our fault. It's no no one's fault but us. Yeah, man. Hey, I'll live in that van with you, bro. Let's do it. I mean it's the same – it's the same principle as like – Every, okay, so here it is. Everything I win betting Alabama first half spreads, I will put onto the Chiefs, uh, whoever's playing the Chiefs first half money line. God. Oh, that's just highly erotic. That's what that is. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Let's do that. Let's 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 parlay just guaranteed greatness straight into apathy. I love it. Yes. I love it. Yes. That's like I'm going to call that parlay the odd couple because you know the stat that Alabama first half spread has hit every game except Texas A&M and fucking Kansas City just keeps going in the locker room trailing at half. Also, shout out Kansas City. This is actually the first spread you've covered all year. Way to go. Way to go, guys. Eh, Okay. I, mean, I, don't know, rough. Seem- I was rooting for my boy Heineke and it's just, they just, they weren't having it. They were just off sync. It felt like I'm, I've just become like a, a sneaky, not really. I'm, I'm not gonna say like full blown fandom of the Washington football, Washington football teams, but like, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the Washington football, Washington football teams. I'm just a fan of XFL players. So like, no, I'm, I'm on Heineke and I, I really like scary Terry. It's just a, like anyone with a great nickname like that. I'm going to be fucking yeah. cheered for you. And I mean, same thing that, that I get with Jamar chase, same thing I get with, uh, you know, anyone named chase, like chase young. Yeah. Like I love cheering for people who, who have my name. I love just cheering my name. I just like forget that I'm cheering for you. I just yell my name over and over again. I can very much respect that. Cardinals 37. <laughs> I mean, if there's like people that are named like Jerome or like Jim or Jimothy or anything like that. I kind of go for too. Cardinals 37, Browns 14. Uh, Browns? I think Baker was, Baker was playing a little bit injured. He was playing hobbled and he got taken out at the end of the game there. But yeah, he also, I mean, he got a big day from Donovan, Donovan Peoples Jones. You were, you were missing the first half of the chunt. Yeah, that's. Um, it just goes to show that you need probably full chunt if you want to if you want charge if you want the Browns at full full power. Um, I'm kind of I'm going to stick by saying this when it comes to these big games against the really good teams, the Cardinals get up and they dominate. They win these games. Yeah, it feels their, like their closest games have come against the 49ers, the Jags, 
And uh, what was the other team that they played that wasn't that great? Oh, um, oh hell, oh hell! I'm oh, the Vikings. Think. The Vikings. Yeah. Okay. One score as- game against the Vikings. Beat the Jaguars by a decent amount, but barely scraped by the the 49ers. But you own the Titans. You dominate the Rams by 17, and then you knock the shit out of the Browns. You got to put – okay, so I will say – feel kind of just like with the way that the, the injury bug is kind of stacked up in, in Cleveland, it, it kind of feels like Cleveland was just kind of walking into a buzzsaw there. So I actually – I put – I put more value into the win against the Vikings because they beat a non-primetime Kirk Cousins. That is true. That is true. That's fair. That's very fair. I can I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I feel bad for Browns. I'm spitting it's, out all sorts of hot takes. Because you can't like you can't really say the you definitely can't say the Browns are a bad team. They've just gotten yeah. really bad luck with injuries. They've, they've had a couple really calls going bad, bad way. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Bad bum shoulder. Bum shoulder, bum, bum everything. It's fucking rough. Uh, Cowboys 35, Patriots 29. Thank God this game went into overtime, so it saved my bets of Cowboys minus three and a half and team total over 27 and a half. I want to talk about nothing that happened in that football game. All I would like to talk about is Steve Belichick's fucking tweaker face on the sideline. Oh, I love it. Oh, I dude. His, it. his face was. Steve Belichick. <laughs> And he he had it. some fucking classic ones in this Cowboys Ooh. game. Steve Belichick proving to you right now that the coaching staffs are not drug tested, are not drug tested, because I've seen that face before. I know what that face means. It means some really magical shit. Booger sugar. That's what Ooh. I'm talking about. I just I imagine. OK, I imagine the scenario in my head. I imagine the scenario in my head, Jim, where uh, the maintenance guy who works for the Patriots walks into walks into Steve's dad's office, you know, Bill. And he's like, yeah. uh, hey, uh, Bill, uh, got a quick question for you. Why why'd Stevie want a uh, diaper changing station uh, put in his uh, put in his office? Uh, also, uh, seems like someone keeps smoking camel crushes in the in the locker room. I keep like, smelling uh, them. It's just it's like I have. Yeah, it's uh, also. Also, Bill Belichick looked like he had a spirited bum fight this week before the before the the game. Hey, Dad, who are you like, talking to? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Steve, uh, listen, man, uh, you know we gotta gotta make sure that we're prepped. Uh, we're on to Cincinnati next week, and uh, you know, just uh, uh, could you wipe your nose, Steve? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> stop, stop moving your jaw like that. Also, it's a it's a dead giveaway. Listen, I came up in the eighties. I came up. Coaching Lawrence Steve, Taylor. Steve, take that out of your gums and put this dip in right now. Right, right. See, <laughs> the thing is, Bill Belichick is a pro. Like he coached Lawrence Taylor. He knows how how to like you know perform at a high level you don't, on cocaine. You don't get to that level of coaching without being able to manage people's drug addictions. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey man, the best people the best people use drugs. You work around it. You work around it. You I work, work in it. like construction. You think people aren't just like drinking and smoking all the time? You you manage that. You manage yeah, these habits. God, let me see the tweaker face again. That just like I'm on coke face. Let's see it. Let's oh, see it. Let's. I got it. I got it. I got it. Right. Oh. <laughs> next song. Next song. I'm bored with this song. Play the next song. Play the next song. I want to hear the next. Listen, man, and listen, why, man. Let's look you talk this out. I think we could just like fix everything. We fix everything right now if we just do it like this. Let's do it like this. We do it like this. We talk about this. He is just, he is hundred percent the guy. He'll do a bump and then he will like demonstrate uh a play. 
And he'll yeah. just like run it out. Okay, hit, hit it again. All right, man. So, so here, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. So the wide receiver, the wide receiver is right. Is the is the split. End. So I'm gonna. T- he's the sugar packet. I'm gonna put him over here, and then I'm gonna just take the salt and pepper, and then he runs a post route. He runs a post route. He runs a post route, and then we do this and this. Hey, next song. Next song. Next song. I don't want to hear the song anymore. <laughs> okay, guys, and, here, here, here's what we scene. do. Here's what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, yeah. It's just okay. Yeah. Okay. Steve. I mean, congrats, congrats, Cowboys. This was a fun game. This was this game was off the fucking rails. Yeah, it was, dude. I thought they, man, Mike Mike McCarthy just has nine lives. Mike McCarthy's God, a fucking idiot. God, he did bailed he just out make, so yes. many times. Trayvon, Name Trayvon, dear man, than Mike McCarthy. He had Aaron Rodgers win him a Super Bowl, and now mm-hmm. he has Kellen Mond, fucking not not Kel, uh, Kellen Moore, calling mm-hmm. the plays and having a great offense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whew, he's dude. <laughs> got, got a little real there, huh? A little bit. Gone off the vape. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I I thought he had just one hundred percent fucked this game up and given it to the Patriots, but luckily his players bailed him out because he made some just terrible decisions. He made some terrible coaching decisions. Terrible decisions. Um, congrats, Cowboys! You're looking like one of the best teams in the NFC. Yeah, and I hate yeah. saying that because I don't like the Cowboys, but I hate the Cowboys as like a franchise. But they got this some Cowboys really likable team, players. These Cowboys team and the players, I they are so fun to watch. First of all, Trayvon, I've been on CD Lamb. Forever. Uh love CD Lamb. Trayvon Diggs. Oh, dude. He's a he name he's the most all or nothing cornerback. Right. I love it. And that's that's the kind of player I love. And his kid is fucking adorable. Yes, it is. Also, Michael, shout out. Yes. Cowboys great until December. Let's go. Yep. Raiders 34, Broncos 24. And I don't think it was that close. Good for the Raiders. They needed that as an organization. They needed that. My take that uh, they're better without a bad head coach in Gruden. It's it's proven so far. One one sample size, correct. I can just imagine him watching that, like on the on the rabbit ears at some like you know some militia camp in like Montana. No, he's 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 busy. He's actually starring in a sci-fi original TV show. Oh yeah, Chucky. Hmm. So. Oh. Hey, but it's, you gotta play Hey-o. the classics every once in a while. There we go. Yeah, you gotta be- play the classics every once in a while. Speaking of which, high snap, put down. Joseph, come on! It is gone. No, he's not good. I will always. That is never going away. Come on! That is never going away. Congratulations, Raiders! And oh, the Seahawks scored. It's seven fourteen right now. So. Let's make a prediction on this on the Sunday night game. Uh, I think it's going to end up going. I think it's going to be Steelers. I'm going to go 31-7 Steelers. 31-7? How far into it are they? They're in the third quarter right now. Oh, they're in the third quarter? Okay, uh, let's go. There's nine minutes and there's nine and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. It's 7-14 right now. Steelers are up. 28-7. I'm going to go 24-13. I like how you were like, that is an outlandish number, and then I adjusted it by a field goal, and you're like, that's yeah. perfectly reasonable. No. no, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> I, might, I might go 17-10. Let's go that. Steelers 17-10. And uh, that'll do it for the NFL. There's some. Uh, we'll, we'll breeze through the CFL just a little bit. I, I want to talk just a, a quick little bit about the CFL. This is a quick week. Uh, Blue Bombers, they get the job done. Uh, the Canadian, uh, the uh, I always want to call them the Canadians, but they're the Montreal Alouettes get it done, and Calgary stomps all over 
uh, British Columbia. There we go. There we go. That I believe I believe Calgary over BC was my was my play on Friday. Yeah, I was on BC on that one at home. I just I wish they would have gotten it done. Next week you have four games. I kind of like how they do the the whole they do one on Friday and then all the rest on Saturday. So it's it's the yeah. uh, the Argos at the Alouettes, and I am all over. I fade the Argos when they leave Toronto. That's just my my play. Man, Argos Alouettes just feels like. Uh, I mean, is there is there any more classic rivalry game in all of sport? No, it is that that mm-hmm. that's got to be right. That's it's it. That is it. Argos Alouettes. Oh, here's Michael's take for the Sunday night game. 24-10 Steelers. I can I can see it. I can very much see that one. Math checks out. Math does check out. And uh that's that's really it for the CFL. Normally, uh, I don't want to get I hate doing this. We're going to get real. We're going to kind of get like actual serious because there is a very depressing note in the XFL community. This is the only XFL news I'm going to go on. Mm-hmm. Um XFL News Hub Josh Davis, um, sadly, he passed away uh, a couple days ago. And this guy, he's been an alternate football league, like an XFL day one guy, old XFL. He's been spring league. This is a guy who's like championed for like players uh, who just don't get a shot at the NFL or the CFL. I've talked with him a little bit. We didn't always see eye to eye, but man, I fucking respected him and I liked the guy a lot. I, I have met few people who advocated for players and like cared about players and football as much as uh, as much as Mike. Uh, sorry, as much as Josh. And it's sad that someone like him is gone from the community. It sucks. It fucking sucks. I am going to be linking on my Twitter and on the YouTube for this video and in the podcast notes. There is a uh, donation for his family and the, the funeral processions and everything uh, on Facebook. I'm going to be linking to that. So feel free to, to yep. support them and help them out because any, any thing helps. Uh, here's the quote that, uh, that Mike Mitchell used on the XFL news hub site to describe this is probably the most fitting thing. This is a joiner Lucas quote. When I die, I'm going out as the underdog who never lost hope. That is the perfect definition of Josh and, the gymnasium and the garage as a whole sends our thoughts uh, yep. out to him and his family. It fucking sucks. We send our thoughts and please send your, send your donations, send your donations to his family. Let's uh, let's, let's help out uh, those people in their time of need. Exactly. It's, it's I, I hate to, li- I didn't want to start the show off on such a somber note, but it's, it's appropriate. I feel to end it on a serious note, shout out him, shout out the XFL. He got, if you got, if you're on Twitter all these last couple of days, you've seen like the XFL news hub, XFL newsroom, uh, the fan control football league shouted him out. The spring league and the XFL at large shouted him out too. It's, it's like the whole community loved the guy. Yeah, fucking fantastic. That is, I, 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 I can't really. I don't. That's the only real XFL news going on. X League. There's not really a good way to transition from that. X League. We actually have some standings right now. Here are the standings as they sit. These are in Japanese, so I kind of just have to go by the team logos. Um. I'm just going to do the top five. So here are the top five for you. Number one is uh, is the Panasonic Impulse. Whoo! I mean, they're a good team. They're a real good team. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Good for mm-hmm. them. Number two, the Fujitsu Frontiers. Everyone knows that they're like a top three team no matter what. Sure. They just switched last week, um, last time. No, the Obic Seagulls are in three, my team, my favorite team. The Obic Seagulls are in three. Love them there. They, they dropped. It's rough. I think they – I need to – 
double check and see the scores and who won and whatnot. It's kind of difficult to check the scores for these ones. Number four, the Nojima Sajimahira. Um, they're looking pretty decent. They're very up or down. Number five. Who do you think the number five team in the X League is? The Tokyo Gas Creators? It is the Tokyo Gas Creators. Yes. They are an interesting team. Let's go fart bags. They do They do kind of like make these uh, – they do rank these. This is kind of like a power ranking where they take the uh, X1 uh, super or ranked mm-hmm. higher than the X1 area because the, guess what? The highest ranked X1 area, our Lixel Deers. Our Lexel yep. Deers. They're ranked number nine. I, I could see them climbing a little bit more than that. But shout out uh, the gas creators for being top five. Good for you. That's a, yeah, that's a good fucking move. Absolutely. Last little bit. Do you have anything you want to say before I get into my segments? I have one that I just really, really want. Uh, here's a shout out to you, Chase. Um, your coach, uh, He he's basically the guy right now. Look at this. He wins the, the, uh, the wet nap drip award because that – is a drip right there. The fucking all red with the tie. Get this man a wet nap because he is just dripping in sauce. Look Good at that. Fucking Lord. I call I, I call that the Ace Rothstein before he was blown up in the parking lot of the Tangiers look. Like that's got that that like old school Vegas drip. You know what I'm saying? It's so fucking good. It, do you have any segments before I get into the um this is what I'm gonna call the who does Jim want to fight this week segment? Um I got nothing. I got nothing. Let's okay, get good. into it. Scott Frost, I want to fucking fight you, and I'm going to just lump in Brian Flores for the same fucking reason. What the fuck are you guys doing running? We talked about it earlier. What the fuck do you think you're doing running it up the middle on a fourth and one from the shotgun? Scott fucking I – was, I was watching the game with my dad, and uh, as soon as we line up in the shotgun, we're fourth and one at the goal line to score a touchdown to go up, and like we would have put the game away. And we're just screaming like, why are you in the shotgun, you fucking idiot? You have an athletic quarterback. He just sneak it or just run it up the middle. Yeah. You have a you have a running back in Yant designed for this kind of play. Just fucking go for it, you fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. God I, damn. So is the issue that like, okay, maybe you do everything out of out of the shotgun, and so you're not you're not exactly comfortable taking a snap from center. But we run option plays from under center. We run other plays from under. I don't get it. I really just said that to stoke any more. Yeah. And if you're going to run it from the shotgun, run an outside swing play or run a fucking. I don't care if you do a pass play. If you're going to run it from the shotgun, run the fucking wildcat. Yeah. Run the wildcat. Run up. If you're going to do run a pass. I don't care if you pass the ball. If you're going to do something like that, just drop kick it. it. A a rouge. Fucking score. Damn it. All right. The other person I want to fight is Mike fucking Stoops. Oh, I think I know why. Go fucking Kentucky. Good job on you for fucking covering the spread, you fucking assholes. Marching down the field to make a bullshit backdoor touchdown. I respect a coach who has the spread in mind. Who knows? I like that. If I'm a Kentucky fan, I'm happy with that. Yeah. But fuck, there's like two seconds left and you call a timeout just so you can score a bullshit touchdown. Yeah, so he did that to me uh, with ULM uh, earlier in the year. Uh, Yeah, he's got a punchable face. Damn it. That, I mean, this this must be why he's uglier than Bob Stoops, right? Because he's just like he has such a punchable face, and people kick the shit out of him as a kid because he would do annoying shit like this all the time. You fuck, God he's damn the, it! He's the kid that's like on the playground. You tag him, he's like, "No, I'm not it." 
Yeah. Oh, I got super secret body armor on. Uh, go fuck you. I want to fucking punch your Mike face. Stoops, I see you. Punch I'm your face. Fucking, I'm a fucking slap. You. I'm not even. I'm gonna slap you. Open hand slap him. Yeah. That's right. Open. I will actually, open yeah. Hand slap you. Yeah. Do it open hand because it, this it's love, <sighs> discipline. Yep. Love, discipline. Exactly. Egg. Exactly. We're gonna finish up. What's going on in the garage? Um. What's going on on my side of the garage? There's some stuff brewing. I have my uh, my fall seltzer review coming out this week. It should be coming out Tuesday. That'll be nice to see. Um, the flavors are fantastic, actually. God, I'm so against this. It's a good I'm pack. So it's a good this. pack. I'm, I'm just so gonna, against I'll, this. I'll tell you right now. So you would like the apple one. The apple crisp is good. It's like it's, see that that like makes cider? sense. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. I'll give you that. There's some other ones though. There's uh, there's apple crisp. There is maple pear. Which was the surprise of the pack, in my opinion. I think it's like a great breakfast seltzer, dude. It, no, it tastes, no, dude. It no, tastes just man. like it tastes like good maple syrup. It's awesome. God, no, but pear. You like, don't. I'm you don't taste like the, the pear at all. You do not taste the pear at all. So it's just drink, like drinking bubbly maple syrup. It's it's like drinking light maple syrup. That sounded. That sounds dope when I'm five years old, but as an adult, I don't want that. Imagine you're sitting at a Waffle House at uh-huh. 4 a.m. Yeah. And you get your breakfast. What do you want to drink with that breakfast? Yeah. A coffee. No. A, a cherry no. Coke. No. Give me a maple pear seltzer. Then you had pumpkin spice. Oh. Which, to be fair, I could maybe have like one or two of, and then the flavor kind of is like a little much. <laughs> but... Jenna's comment. Yeah, just imagine it. Up. Imagine it, Chase. <laughs> imagine it, Jim. <laughs> this is this is all right. Ready? I'm going to take you. Every time I do okay. this, I want you in your mind to be taken to imagine to imagination land. Imagine a world, Jim, far beyond the mountains, a land delicious, where delicious breakfast seltzer. flavors are available all year round, all times. Last of day. one, the last flavor, and all toasted marshmallow. Ball. This that toasted marshmallow. Fucked up. It's it's beca- okay. It just mm, mm, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. okay. So hear me out. No, hear me nope, out. Nope. 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 It tastes more like coffee than marshmallow. So have but you had like those? Have, bu- bubbles. Have you had because you had, bubbles? That's why it's ha- fucked up. Because oh, bubbles. It's like having an iced coffee, but bubbly. But I don't want that. I do. I live for that shit. <sighs> I understand different strokes for different folks, Jim, but it's what we're fucking about here, man. It's right, what man. we're fucking okay. about. Okay. You know what? You do you. You do you, buddy. You know what? I'm here. I'm here to support you. I'm here to support you in everything that you do. I'm here to do, you know, and if it's about, okay, if you need bubbles, then you need bubbles. And I respect that. I also had a scary uh, Halloween theme video planned out, but I realized I'm kind of planning it too late and I do not have the time to film <laughs> and edit that yeah. in time for Halloween. I was just like, oh, I'll have time. And then I uh, I thought I was I was writing it down today and everything. And then mm-hmm. I looked and I was like, oh, um, I would have to shoot and edit this because I'm on the road this next week. Right. So I would have to shoot and edit this in a weekend. And I'm like, I do not have the time or the willpower to do that. Um, let's write this for next year. It's too bad this isn't like a Thanksgiving situation where Canada also has a Thanksgiving. So, like, you know, say you missed American Halloween, you could just you could just boot it up for Canadian Halloween. I might also just make it like February is a horror movie month too. So I might just I might just save it for February. Go for it. 
Go I for might it. just do that. Who fucking knows? I have other stuff planned too. Listen, uh, I, ha- I had to respect your seltzer choices just a second ago, so I guess I have to respect this one also. It's you. Yes. The Garage is all about mutual respect. My man, that'll do it for this episode of the Gymnasium. What do you got going on in your life? Uh, I need to see that uh, Steve Belichick face at least two more times before we go. Oh, damn. <laughs> listen, man, listen, man, listen, man. I'll pay you on Tuesday. I'll pay you on Tuesday. If you just, you know, just send me, send me, send me something right now. Just send me something right now. You know, I'll just carry you on Tuesday. I feel like this is someone you would see in like a sketchy horse book scenario where you're just like, he's like, he like needs a horse to win. Like you, yeah. you, you want a horse and need a horse. This guy. Oh yeah. That's, he needs a horse to win. He's yes. like getting very upset. Yeah. He is on that live long shot. That live long shot is leading into the stretch and he's just, come on, come on. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. And he's like jumping uh, on the chair and he's like, yeah. 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 Air whipping himself and that that horse always lugs out. And then he like he punches the wall or punches the chair, like does like get does something to get thrown out. Harry, give it to me one more time. Ooh. Open him up. Open him up. Open him up. Open him up. One time. Just one time. That's it. Jenna's seen that no sniff before. She knows. She knows what's up. She knows. She knows what's up with that devil's dandruff, that booger sugar. My man, where can the people find you? You can always find me being abrasive on Twitter at of of Oaklawn. That is of Oaklawn. Of Oaklawn. I'm always with this big galoot. It's just it is BTV policy that I always be in on camera with this big galoot anytime he makes an makes an appearance so you can catch us uh on uh friday night on our our pick sports you can catch us on saturday mornings on campus profits you can catch us sunday mornings on fantasy foreplay as always here in the gymnasium uh fridays you know i i I put out a little bit of content for the uh for the steve belichicks of the world trying to cheer on their their horses at the otb uh that's uh always be racing on uh uh America's Best Racing Live with uh, my boy Blackjack Fletcher and WWE Diva, uh, Summer Ray, a.k.a. Danielle Monnier. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm other places too. I'm other places too. But uh, you got to You're around. Me. You're around. Yeah, I'm around. Just holler. Just be like, hey. Hey, Lupin Fiasco. And I'll be like, huh? You'll be like, what's up? <laughs> huh? Hey, what's up? Hey. And then I'll... That's it. That's usually how most, most of my interactions go. That is the length of them and how they, they go. You guys know where to find me. I'm on Twitter way too fucking much at XFL Gym. I'm on Instagram at XFL Gym. I'm at TikTok at XFL Gym. And I'm on YouTube at XFL Gym on YouTube posting those videos. I have my cooking videos come out. I got my seltzer review coming out. I have some other shit coming out. Boy. Be ready for it. It's going to be a fuck. It's been a crazy year. It's been a fucking weird, awesome year for the garage. And we're both always on better than Vegas, giving out picks left and right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what we're fucking about. That's what the garage is about. And thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Love you guys. The gymnasium would not be possible if it was not for you. Our lovely fans. Thank you to like Jenna and Mike and uh, Chris all joining us in the fucking live chat. That's always a fun fucking time. Love it. Follow us on everywhere. You like subscribe to our podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find a podcast. We will be there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for appreciating us. We appreciate you. Peace the fuck out, everybody. Yep. And check out oldschoolshirts.com if you got a chance. Do it. Check out old school shirts.
Porsche. 